Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh Gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not to three hello and welcome to it's all comments to me I'm Charles Commons and I'm here with Danny Brothers and Chesie Jeffy Coleman hello guys how are you all good good thank you smiling from ear to ear this week Danny I'm smiling from ear to arsehole. Oh. Charles. Yeah. Hmm. Happy. We won. We are. We did win. We did win. Sorry, I've, I think I watched the Dean Austin video a while ago, a couple of minutes ago. So. <laughs> I was going to say where <laughs> got, that come from. I don't know where that came from. Um, straight in with the straight arsehole. In, straight in there. But yes, <laughs> lovely. Lovely odd job. Makes a difference when we win. Makes the, the weekend a lot more enjoyable. It does. No matter, it, does. it doesn't really matter how we played a lot of the time, but if we win, it just makes it a little bit like, oh yeah, a bit of swagger, swagger about the weekend. It, it's watch. that thing, isn't it? We'll, we'll, we'll get into three-word reviews in a second to tee us up, but you know, John Brady for the last few weeks has been saying about how like, oh, if we'd have scored, nobody would have been talking about all the, you know, not being very good, uh, you know, attacking intent-wise and this, that and the other. And, I'm not I'm not preempting the pod by the way and what we're going to be talking about here but you know it's kind of right isn't it because we've won so we're happy and that's kind of what what's most important is that it does actually give us a a a a, a, a G in your step that's Ooh, a spring, spring in your step a spring a G, in your step a G in your, your step G. Wow. what would that be a steg <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a G step. Oh no, let's not go down G, that route just G in string. case. Oh, I knew Danny would get there. Anyway, G, uh, yeah, it'll give you a spring in your step. There you go. You'd be stepping gingerly. <laughs> I step gingerly a lot of the time. Have you know? You, you do. You do. Very massive, so. massive ginger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, that took me ages. <laughs> Chelsea's just like gone. Oh. <laughs> yes, Danny has ginger. Technically, hair. me as well. Did I really? Not oh, my daughter. Little bit. Full on ginger. There you go. Uh, hello to any other gingers listening. You're hello, all welcome. Um, yeah, it, it does. It makes us all happier. The weekend is better for a, for a win. You know, a Sunday is is nice and relaxed and easy. You spend quality time with your family if you have one, and you know, you, or your friends, whoever it might be. You just you just generally are happier. And life is just easier on a Sunday after a win. 
Um, well, you don't yeah. wake up with bitter disappointment, do you? There's no. also that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I can't watch other football matches on Sunday if we've not won. Really? Or, uh, maybe if we've yeah, not I played well, either. or like if we draw, maybe. But like, I struggle to watch another game if That's we've lost because I've just been like, oh, it's just put me off watching football for a couple of days now. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. match of the day. I watched match of the day this morning, but I haven't watched match of the day for about three weeks because I've just been so irritated by football. Wow. So that it has it does have an impact on your weekend. It does. really, really does. Yeah, I, I agree. Right, three word reviews. Colchester nil. Cobblers one. Hey. Yay. Uh Rita said Shut. three important points. Patrick, doesn't matter how. Keely, what we needed. Karen was Apare's day. Uh Muck Posty, Apare just brilliant. Michael should have been easier, he says. Tara went with bloody brilliant Saturday. John, about time too. There's a lot of that kind of theme going through here. Ian said, makes nice change. Daniel, a better weekend. Lee, it will do. Naomi, we needed that. Uh, Ryan, on to Harrogate. Now, if, you, if you're not listening to this on Tuesday, then you'll have already <laughs> gone to Harrogate and, and will have hopefully have won. Uh, and Mark said, whoop, a win. Cat, wow, we won. Yes, keep it up. Buchero, still not convinced. <laughs> He's <laughs> still uh, going with the accent on Buccello. Uh, <laughs> still not convinced. Jono, promotion back on. Oh, there's some positivity for you. Um, Adcult86 and Giles both said about bloody time. No copying of homework, <laughs> please, people. No <laughs> which copying. One, which one Plagiarism. put it first? <laughs> I don't know which one did it first, Danny, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, I think Adcult86 did, but I, I don't know that for sure. Uh, Tom, that's much better. Ralph needed that badly. So did we, Ralph. Alan Lou, much needed win. Mike, onwards and upwards. Dylan, a scrappy win, as I predicted on the preview show, by the way. Steve, just did enough. Robert, stopped the rot. Naveed, needed that result. James, finally a win. Richard, get in there. Lee, back on track. Thomas went with hard-fought win. And Eamon, that's history now. Ooh. Now, I, I, very, very quickly, going to just dwell on Eamon's here for a minute. Because... I, I wasn't quite sure. So this came in on Sunday as opposed to Saturday straight after the match in the evening. This came in on Sunday and I thought to myself, is that Eamon's way of turning around and saying, stop looking at the past, we've got to look ahead to Harrogate and we've got to build on this result? Or was he just saying, shut up, it's happened, get over it? <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> Either or is valid. No, I, think it, I think it's, we've won, but there's lots more to do. I, I, I think, think that was so. the tone of that, yeah. Which yeah. is fair because looking at fixtures coming up, and I know fixtures aren't always the the you know, the be all and end all. We've looked at fixtures before and said we should get a certain number of points, but look at what's coming up: Hazergate on on Tuesday, Crawley at home, Hartlepool away, Crew at home, even Doncaster right at the end of that. You're yeah. thinking this this could be the the start of turning the the thing where it turns. And I think oh, when you look done at it now, well, when you when you look at you look at times when it turns, you need that one result. We needed a win. Yeah. Like, basically, yeah, yeah. we didn't need to play f- beautiful football, which we didn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't a pretty game, like Alan McGowan said after the game. But yeah, sometimes I think you just need that. And we need, I think we need more than that. We need another win on Tuesday. We need to put back-to-back wins together and just to get back into that rhythm again. Because if, if we do, and we get back into that rhythm, by the time we play Crawley, we, we think that's winnable. Definitely think Hartlepool's winnable. You then go to Crew, uh, Crew at home. You think that's winnable. You, you start to build up this little bit of momentum again, and and teams like Stevenage are dropping just as much as we are. Stockport lost a game they probably thought they would go and win at Barrow at the weekend, and it still could be on. 
and we just needed that one win to to kick us off again. And Barrow could have been that, and it wasn't. And we've just got to keep going, keep going, keep going. I think that's what Eamon's talking about, really. Fair enough. Um, I've got some Danny that are under review. Oh no, here we go. So we're, we're any, going, not going to eat fours, have we? No, uh, we're going to Dar, which is the Danny assistant referee. Danny assistant. It's been a bit overworked in the last couple of weeks. Do we allow these ones, Danny? Uh, James no. simply wrote DWP. No spaces, just no spaces. three letters. DWP. I mean... <sighs> we know what it stands for. Yeah, like if he'd have put FYI, we'd have known what he meant. Ducks yeah. with pigeons. <laughs> Ducks with pigeons. <laughs> um, Dogs uh, with paws. I think that's fine, because we okay. know he's referring to DiMaggio Wright-Phillips. Okay, but right. Izzy could be referring to anything. This is my point. Yeah, but it's From still three words. From an outsider looking in. It's still three words. So okay. It's three letters. Like, it's not words. <laughs> right. I'm it's... saying that one is given. <laughs> okay. Goal given to James. Goal's given. Right. Okay. But, I'm quite but, upset given. by this. Be careful um, not to do that again. <laughs> Another one. Uh, this is from Bloody... I can't even say his uh, Twitter handle. Bloody Madness of Not said, Um, um, nice. <laughs> Now, I can't help but think, Danny, here. It, it is. It is three words. But I can't help but think that basically he just sort of went, I only want to say it was nice. But instead of saying it was nice, I'm just going to go, um, um, in, in, in front of it for fun. I don't know. Do you he could have it? actually said it was nice, to be fair. But he didn't. I don't think there's any rules against that. I think okay. if he'd have put ice, ice, baby, we'd have been fine with that, wouldn't we? Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. fair enough then. So, yep, allowed. Well done. Um, Sam. Charles predicted correctly. Charles predicted that? correctly. Yeah, why should would that not be? That. Well, we should allow that, shouldn't we? I'm just just making a point that I made a prediction. Oh, all right. Correct. He's just he's trying to blow yeah, you on yeah. around I trumpet, am, right? basically. Okay. Uh, there was one, Danny, that I've already got rid of for you. Right. Happily, this came in from David. Um, so I, I will read it to you how it was typed. <laughs> About time we won a game. <laughs> <laughs> As in, we won a game one word. All in one word, yeah. So we won <laughs> a game. Fair, about time, some, we won a game. Some effort. There was some effort put in there then. Danny, so, yeah, I, like I, don't well, worry, no, I'm already barred, David. That, that didn't even need to go to, to Dar. That's, no. that's bad. That, in some you. languages, Instant you could have had that because they don't have articles in some languages, so you could have got away with it. <laughs> well, we're in English. Thank you very much. So I'm therefore... just saying. <laughs> All right, Nige. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh it's all going wrong here isn't it blimey yeah okay so a fairly no, uh, no. A fairly well spread bunch of three word reviews jeffy you said before we started that you've got a really good one oh uh, no, 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 no i'm correcting you charles okay. i didn't say a really good one i just said i've got a three word review for you me. you gave it credence you I said didn't say it was you good. did you said i've got a good one so therefore I want to hear it, and then, well, to be fair, and then my, it will go straight to DAR. My clarification for my three-word review is whether I can get it into three words, because as you know, I well, like to speak. Well, that's well, already, it, yeah. Three, that's already, I, just, three I just said smash and grab. Review. Sorry? I just said smash and grab. Oh, yeah. That's well, that's three words. Perfect. Why yeah. were you worried about that? I wasn't worried about it. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> smash and grab is great. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, smash, smash and grab. Perfect. I think it was. But, well, I think but, but, yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's fine in terms of the three words, but in terms of the performance and stuff, I, f- I see a smash and grab more like you've had one shot. Yes. And then defend uh, it for see, your life. See, kind I, of thing. 
I agree, but I also saw it as kind of a, we kind of took the, the Apre kind of took that chance and kind of just hit and hope kind of thing. Okay, oh, so you took it about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Louis. There was, no, there I was... mean that in a good way because, you know, he just went for it and that was great. I mean, the, the, the bloke a, had a great match. There wasn't a lot standing in his way in terms of the Colchester defence. Oh, no, what it was kind that of... about? It's about time, though, isn't it? That essentially, we, we're looking at another team and just basically laughing. <laughs> it was <laughs> ludicrous. What were they doing? Short... There's like four of them. The what were they doing back there? <laughs> what are they doing back there if they're not going to? Just look at each other. In Sean's so, words, and they did it twice. Would have done better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like, you, you can't. The worst person to be around in that situation is the Labrador Louis Apare, <laughs> isn't it? As well, because he's, yeah, he's, he's sniffing so around. gangly, isn't he? Well, he's, he's, well, actually, he sniffs around. He's, he'll find something like that straight away, and they're just like, "What are you doing?" See, I so, thought he showed a different side to him in in that goal. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I I've not seen him being a poacher before as such yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. i know you mean you, you know so the, the fact that, i mean don't like I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say he should have scored twice because the same thing virtually happened <laughs> and he took it with his left and he just hooked it wide didn't he and, and, and whether I, I don't know is he left-footed or right-footed he's right-footed isn't he? he's right-footed yeah so i i can kind of Forgive is maybe too strong a word here, but you know I can kind of sort of let it go that that he missed that. But realistically, he should be scoring too. He should have had a brace. And he had the other one where he same... went where he went through as well, didn't he? One on one. Is that the one that Honda Mark followed up? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't see that because uh, I, I closed my eyes for twenty seconds and had to <laughs> reload my eyes. Uh, the yeah. screen just stopped working. Oh yeah, you said yeah. You, you were like, yeah. did he score? Literally, what literally, they, he got it. Apparate got it on the edge of the box and was looking like he was about to release a, a venomous shot. And yeah. literally, all I suddenly and it just literally went. <laughs> no, no, you're not going to see that. So I was like, oh great, okay, fair enough. Um, he he was a different class on Saturday, wasn't he? He, he was. was I, I don't know what's, yeah. what's happened because... Well, what did he have for breakfast is what we need to establish. <laughs> Weetabix, obviously. If other, he had Weetabix, then he needs to continue having that every week. Please, Louis. Do it's you a, think... He here's, snacks. here's a question for you. Do you think it was the fact that Mitch Pinnock wasn't the number 10? Ooh, interesting. Could that have been a factor, do we think, in Louis Gray uh, being I mean, a bit better? I think... Partly was down to Colchester being terrible in defence. <laughs> they looked all over the place for most of the afternoon. I, th- I thought that Apre was a lot more direct. I don't want to though. take that away from Apre, but because he was direct, he was great. He was back to how he was around about sort of December time, mm-hmm. and um, when he when he came back and was the two the goals against Carlisle was it Carlisle I think mm. wasn't it? He scored a brace and he looked really good. Um, but yeah, he he was great. I, th- I think I don't know if Pinnock being out. It's an interesting point if if it's Pinnock or or not. And I was interested to see how we did without Pinnock in that role. Mm. And I thought we did all right. I, think, I don't think um, we missed him that much, apart from maybe putting a few balls into the box that they would have panicked about even more. Yeah, I think the off the ball work actually was probably more impressive than than what he did with it as such. Yeah. Which I know sounds mm. odd because we want him to score, but actually, if you look at, I think it was the the second opportunity that was cleared off the line. He's he's effectively drawn two defenders with him, isn't he? And what that's done is that's just opened up at acres of space on the other side. And for me, that's kind of what I expected Danny Hilton to do 
but we didn't really and haven't really had that, have we? And that role, I think, has been really missing this year. We had it with, I think, going back with those kinds of characters like the animal. And um, but <laughs> we did is. because what the, because they were so aggressive. Two defenders went with them. Now Louis hasn't got that necessarily that aggression, but but he draws players in because. He's, his movement off the ball is, is very strong. When he's on his day, it's really good. And, and as you know, we've been fairly critical of, of some of his play, but actually his off the ball work, I think we've all recognised throughout that has been really strong. So when you've got a player that, that has the ability to draw two defenders away, then you're onto a winner straight away because there's acres of space on the other side of the pitch that is just exposed. And your goalkeepers, the goalkeepers go in another way as well if that makes sense. So you're mm. you're effectively snookered. Mm. Uh, when you've got someone who's playing that strongly off the ball, then you're yeah, really on to a winner. I still think we need a natural number 10, though. And it's too yeah. late now, obviously. But yeah. I think that's probably what you saw Josh Harrop to be a little bit. We, we're missing that kind of natural number 10 who gets in behind if, if Apparade takes up the space and drags players around. We need someone who's a natural in that position to pick up them little gaps and be brave and get in there mm. and, and stuff like that. But... Um, but yeah, Good. I thought it. Well, I, I definitely thought it was a, a much. It was an improved in performance. I, I felt <laughs> to last week's, and obviously we did. Mm. Hang on, I thought we did pose more of a threat throughout half, the game. Second half, half definitely. Um, but I did. I, that, that first half was pretty dull. Let's be honest. <laughs> it was. It was just a pretty dull game of football where. Both sides couldn't really put a stamp on on it. And I don't think either side were particular. I think, I think it was quite cagey, essentially. Mm. I don't think either side wanted to be the first one to go behind, which is obvious to say, right? But there's a mentality thing there, I think, where, you know, if we had gone behind, I wonder how much we then collectively fans players coaching staff everybody head drops a little bit and and we find it harder to get back into the game whereas go ahead there's still that danger obviously we were still like I mean I, I was holding my breath at certain points towards the end especially when Hopper had that that header that really should have made it one all um you know it was one of those where you thought to yourself Oh, this is nail-biting territory. I'm not enjoying this particularly. Could you hurry up and blow the final whistle, please? Yeah, wasn't Let's there one? Out. A, a Kinde had a shot, didn't he, as well? That's a Kinde did have a shot. He, yeah, it was a good save by uh, by King, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. King is, is really he's giving Burge a run for his money. I tell well, you. Well, we'll come to that in a, in a minute after the break. I think Chesy, that's an important point. I think with Burge back on the break, um, but I, I I didn't feel it was necessarily a result that or a performance that. Um, it, it was a step in the right direction, but I don't think we should necessarily be going, right, that's it. We're back on course now. Everything's going to be okay. I will say that I think that we did need that. We've we've said this, right, the last couple of weeks. We just need a win. It doesn't matter how it comes. It could be a scrappy goal as it was, whatever. I think we just need that win, and that might hopefully help us to turn the corner. So hopefully it does Plus the fact that we've obviously got a Tuesday night midweek fixture this week. It's our game in hand against Hazagate. Hopefully, you know, we can back it up what we've just done away at Colchester. Crawley on Saturday as well. They are on paper 
three winnable games. And, you know, you would hope that, therefore, we can then go through and take confidence from this first one, which I think, actually, again, only on paper, um, was was potentially the easier one of the three. One thing that I will say, just before we go to a break, is that before the game, I felt that there was a lot of Cobblers fans on social media who were kind of expectant of a win and only really looking at Colchester's league position and literally just going, right, well, we should win this, no problem at all. But when you dig down deeper into what Colchester's form was like over the last, well, since the January transfer window, they've spent quite a lot of money. They had turned it around. Matt Bloomfield getting, um, you know, the you know a new job at Wickham and leaving probably will have stunted them a little bit. But he'd got them playing quite well and he got them winning matches and picking up points in a way that they hadn't been doing in the first half of the season. I actually went into this game really nervous. It was a, it's a bit like how if we were playing Gillingham right now, you'd be looking at it and going Gillingham are the favourites based on our yeah, form, yeah. <laughs> definitely. And that's I how think... I saw Colchester a little bit. So I think this win is probably a lot better than even I maybe made out at the start of the pod, just simply looking at you know how form was going for us and how it's been going for Colchester recently. I think there's a there's a statement to be made in the fact that this win is really important, like you say, but the, what the difference is now is whether we can then win against Harrogate and win against Crawley. Because if we don't win against those two teams, the win is a blip. Mm-hmm. If we do win against those two teams, we're off of our blip that we've had. Yeah. So it, we're either going to continue this form, as in not doing very well, and the win is a blip, which is odd, or we win those two games and suddenly the blip is behind us. Is that a bit and of, are difference. you saying that Bar- the Barrow win was maybe a blip then in that case? In, in terms of if we were not to win against Harrogate and Crawley, yeah, then yeah, yeah. It would, the, the, the win is the anomaly yeah. and not the tradition yeah. as yeah. such. Yeah. I mean, would you, would, uh, how, very, very quickly, Danny, now that we've got these two games to go, so three games in a week, we've already got three points. How many points would you be happy with from the remaining two? Uh, six. You'd only be happy Genuine with six. Ones. I, I know. I know. We all want. Sure. Six. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, if if we'd have just got a draw from Colchester, we'd be there thinking we need six points from these two games now, don't we? Well, I don't think that should change just because. Of, well, I think Harrogate are an absolute basket case at times. They can <laughs> letting. Goals hit left, right, and centre. Crawley, you're having an absolute mare as well. And I think we obviously got to take each one as it comes. But I don't think if we're going for top three, which are hopefully we still are, hopefully John Brady is more excited about now, we need to be looking at them thinking, right, three points, Harrogate, move on, three points Saturday against Crawley. And I think being away probably helps us a little bit. Uh, Colchester and Har- and um, Harrogate, sorry. Mm-hmm. I think having them two away games just to breathe a little bit to win at Colchester is probably the more difficult for three, I'd say. To then go to Hazagate on Tuesday night, I, I think we deal with that sort of situation pretty well in general. I think Tuesday night home games, for some reason, we don't seem to turn up, but Tuesday night away games, we seem to be performing pretty well in. If we're away from six fields, a bit of negativity is going around and stuff. But then if we come back to six fields with Crawley at home, we know... You know, off the back of two wins, then maybe the atmosphere is a little bit better. Unlikely being Crawley, but um, 
but with a chance to make it nine out of nine and with Hartlepool around the corner as well, I think there's every chance that I don't see why we should be expecting anything, not expecting, but wanting anything more than six points. I mean, less than six okay. points. From, yeah, from we should two, be expecting the way we six are. points. If, if we're going to be going for top three, obviously. Yeah. If, if, okay. if top three is our aim, I think six points. Don't, get them, six get points. them all in. Get all them points in. <laughs> don't, don't forget, Danny, that uh, Crawley have an amazing keeper that if it wasn't for him, it would have been 6 1. A crucial save. Crucial saves. Keep it at 5 yeah. 1. Brilliant stuff. Uh, right, we'll take a very quick break. Enjoy these ads, and we'll be back in a moment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Uh, you are joining us as we bask in the glory of a 1-0 victory over Colchester United in what Tim Oglethorpe was attempting to make an East Anglian derby. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly, Tim. Thank you for forcing that upon us. is a very long way away. (laughs) It's a couple of hours, isn't it? I know. I think, to be fair to Tim, I think he was joking about it. He was just making the comment that there is one particular journalist who must work for one of the regional media outlets, whether that be like Look East or, you know, something like that, ITV, Anglian News or whatever, um, who's always there at any kind of derby match. So any game between any of the teams that are from within the region, when they play each other, he's always there. So it it was just fun. It was good fun. Before the break, Jeffy, you mentioned something that really interesting, actually, and that has had a little bit of discussion already on the twits. Um, Lee Burge, back on the bench. Very, very pleased to see him fit enough to, to take that place. Um, and I would hope that if he's fit enough to be on the bench, that would mean that he would be potentially fit enough to start. Um, I know it doesn't always work out like that. But Tom King has obviously come in and done very, very well. It begs the question now, what does John Brady do? Does well, King keep his place or would Burge take it back? Here's a thing for me. At the beginning of the season when... I mean, I mean, it took, what, 30 seconds for us to realise that Burge was a class above everybody else. Not um, our players particularly, but in terms of keepers, because actually getting... I know it sounds really kind of strange to say it, because you sh- you should look at your goalkeeper as, as being good, but generally in League Two, you probably only get about six, really. And they're this, invariably, mostly, fill the top six places, six, seven places in the league. So... 
if you've got a quality keeper, then you're in massive trouble if that keeper gets injured, invariably. And the fact that we've been able to not replace, because that's not the right word, but bring in an emergency keeper as such, and for him to be there or thereabouts at the standard is just hitting the jackpot like you'd never believe, I believe anyway. I think what Burge brought and brings to this squad is just pinpoint accuracy with saves and producing saves from absolutely nowhere. But King is not far off that at all and is very consistent. Now, if you've got two keepers that you have a fairly similar standard to and actually they are they both fit the bill then that's a headache and a half because I don't know what to do as a fan and I, I think they're both brilliant one thing I would say that that um sets I think our two keepers I'm Max said I'm not including in this because he hasn't quite featured not because I don't want to but with Burge and with um King it's the how invested I feel they are within the club. If you look at King's reaction mm. to the goal yesterday, mm. again, that that's extraordinary. If you've got two quality keepers at League Two level, I, I just wouldn't want to be John Brady because I just don't know. I mean, I personally think Burge is brilliant and he is a cut above the rest. I haven't seen enough of King. I don't think anyone's seen enough of King to make the assessment as to whether he's better or not. But I... I, I would be hard done by if I was Tom King being pulled out of that squad for Bird. Can I give it... you both some stats? Yes. We all know how much we love stats here on the pod. Stats hardy. Um, Burgie has yes. played 25 games this season. He's conceded 25 goals this season. Mm. This is all just in the league, by the way. I'm not counting any cup competitions on this. He's kept six clean sheets. Uh, King. Kingy, um, this is obviously um, for both us and for Salford, but this season... Oh, clever. 28 games played, 25 goals conceded, 13 clean sheets. Mm. So in terms of, you know, the one thing that sets them apart based on those stats just this season is Tom King has kept more clean sheets than Burge. And I I wonder how many more clean sheets. Uh, obviously, it's going to be difficult to look at because he played half the season for Salford first. But, and, and I'm guessing actually one of those clean sheets would have been at six fields in Salford's win over us <laughs> as well, uh, ironically. Um, but I kind of look at that and go, uh, you know, when he came in, I was thinking self. You know, the Stockport game, which was the first game that I got personally to see him play, he wasn't at fault for any of those goals, I didn't feel. Um, and then he's kept a clean sheet against Barrow very, very easily. And um, very easy to do, let's be honest. Sorry. <laughs> well, you say sorry. that. Sorry. I'm not um, sorry. I'm not even you're sorry. Not sorry. You're not sorry <laughs> It just at comes all. out. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you look at it and you just sort of go, I, I, I kind of feel like just just looking at how we've been with him in the side, I feel more comfortable or confident with King. That's not to say that I don't feel confident with Burgeon goal. There is just something there for Kingy. And, and there's also the other thing that I really like about him compared to Burge is 
the way that he looks to distribute the ball very, very too. quickly. I he is on too. it. I really like that about him. And and I just kind of, I, I, yeah, I just kind of look at it and I just go, I, I really like this guy as our keeper. And I'm, I, looking ahead here, the end of ne- at the end of this season, if he is willing to sign a contract, we could then have two exceptional goalkeepers at this football club for whatever division we're in next year, battling it out for a number one spot. And the one thing that I constantly, constantly really don't like is when you've got a number one, a definitive number one, with no one really pushing him to take that spot, which is how I feel it's kind of been with Johnny Maxted at the start of the season. Because it just kind of... I know there was a period of time, wasn't there, where Max Ed wasn't available um, through mm. personal reasons. Burge must have been just like that, going, well, you know, no kid from the youth team is going to take my spot, is he? I'm all right there. And I, and I genuinely think that, realistically, there was not a chance that we were going to drop Burge and put Max Ed in unless there oh, was Oh, Sean injury. would have never gone to the Cobblers again, would he? <laughs> Let's be honest, Sean would have just retired. Yeah. It's 50 years didn't have been a Cobblers fan. <laughs> just gone, no. So, yeah, I mean, I, mean yeah. I, I just, I couldn't imagine. What I would say is, is whoever misses out for whatever reason, it, it will not be an easy choice, I don't think. I would say that you're right, the distribution of the ball. Also, the left field distribution of the ball in terms of like, it's all a little bit like um, unorthodox, but it works. One <laughs> thing I would say about Burge is that there were there were games where we should have been 6-0 down and he just... He's kept us in a lot, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, some of the saves and like the double saves, all those mm. remarkable things that we were seeing, particularly at the beginning of the season. Um, that that was a real, a real. Uh, yeah, we show shouldn't of, forget of those, strength. should we? At all, yeah, no, right? absolutely. Because there were some moments where my I I was just stood in disbelief at the the <laughs> ability of him because it's his not just his necessarily his goalkeeping kind of prowess. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just about that. It's about some things are just raw talent. Right. And and I think with Burge, he's one of those keepers where he's just got this raw talent for just pinpoint accuracy with so many things. And that's not to say King hasn't, but I just haven't seen enough of him. And I actually don't think anybody has seen enough of him yet to actually see what he can genuinely bring. I think we need probably until the end of the year if he's going to stay in goal for that. Mm. Bear in mind that this, the caveats to this question, Danny, but one word. Um, you know, Burgess, Burgess fit properly fit. We don't he know knows. that. My gosh, don't he know it? <laughs> uh, the hair, Harrogate and Crawley. Who do you pick, King or Burge? For to start on Tuesday and yeah, Burge. Oh, it's the beard. Isn't can I? It? Can I now? Is it the beard? Can I, can I use other words now? Yes, you can go on. Because um, I think I think King's been brilliant. Like I said, I thought he could be really, really harsh on him, but because I think he's not only coming on loan and stood in 
stood in between the the sticks. I, I I was really concerned about him coming in. I thought no one's going to live up to Burge. No one's going to be as good as he is. It's going to go downhill. Everything's going to go wrong, and um, went into a downward spiral, like I do. Um, but I I think he's come in and not only been a decent goalkeeper, a solid goalkeeper of the league too. He's come in and been good, and he's embraced the club and the fans and and everything. And you don't you don't have to do that when you're a lone player. But sometimes a lot of the time you can just come in, especially when you're an emergency keeper. You know, you almost remember he's not on loan. Is he not on loan? I thought no, he was on he's loan. not on loan. He's signed. He's out oh, okay, until the end of the well, season. Well, he definitely don't properly. have to do it as a loan sleeve yeah, yeah, yeah. keeper then, does he? <laughs> <laughs> but, but if he's coming in knowing that Lee Burge has got a, a proper handle on number one, he know, he'll know how good he's been and stuff. Mm. Um, you kind of know your time's a little bit limited, but it, what he's done in this time has been outstanding and surpassed anything that I could have hoped for with the goalkeeper. He's kept four clean sheets and seven for us. He's, like I said, has embraced everything and like has even got the fist bump going after the game and all that kind of stuff. His reaction to the goal said it all on, on Saturday. But I just think I just think we could it'd be good to get Burgie back in there. Even if it's just to give the fans a lift a little bit, because to see such a good player come back. It's difficult it'll be harsh. It'll be really harsh on King, but Shout out to Burge, but, actually, on Saturday for lending McGowan some shin pads. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's so oh. good. So good that you tried to get away with it. I don't know that. whether it's good or... <laughs> Do you think that's good? <laughs> no, I don't. I think no. it's awful. But they didn't like to wear shin pads. Yeah. Right. Like, oh. I, I mean, don't know how he's gone so long without being caught already. That says a lot about well, his refereeing standard on this level, surely, that he's it's, it's gone so far to... This is, it, is this the first yeah. time he's been caught? Surely you would have Must thought. Must have been. Must have been. I mean, Madness. the fact that he doesn't even have his own pair and he had to take I mean, is... Maybe it's something to do with the fact he came off the bench. Maybe he thought he could get away with it more than if you start. Because obviously at the start, you probably people check maybe. that kind of thing, don't they? Officials or whatever. I um, think I think what they, but... what needs to happen really is, you know how like in ice hockey, Danny, you'll know this, you've been going to ice hockey recently. Yeah. You know how like, they all go to the, the keeper, don't they? And they, they whack his pads with their, yeah. their, their, <laughs> their, 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 what are they called? Sticks. The hockey sticks. sticks. They really yeah. whack them on the leg. Maybe that's what somebody should do in the tunnel before a match starts. <laughs> just go years. around whacking yeah. the ankles of everyone. <laughs> everybody. The uh, captains just go, or the referee walks down the middle, kicking everybody in the shin. Have you got skin pads on? <laughs> See, for me, the thing is, I, look, I hate this trend of these socks that are four inches long with a, a shin pad that's two centimetres. Jeffy I hate H. that. Jeffy hates Jack Grealish. I everyone. hate that. But <laughs> I I understand it's about the fact that they particularly people uh players like Grealish, Grealish it's the it's the control, isn't it? Well, he my finds thighs the, are too big. Yeah, the lack of control or whatever it is, but I just think it's nonsense. Wear a pair of shin pads and crack on. Oh, you is might what I crack say. your leg. Well, exactly. I mean, shin pad. Look, shin pads are not going to save you if you're breaking your leg. If you're going to break your leg, you're going to break your leg. A shin pad is not going to protect it, right? That's just a fact. <laughs> but you know, they're there for a reason. Yeah, true. It's going to stop your stud. The studs going through your leg, aren't it? Hopefully, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, anything else that either of you want to say about the game on Saturday? Yeah, can I point out the um, absolute anger of the small group of kids behind the goal when we scored? Oh, there was about man. four or five of them who just went mental. They all sat there by themselves, <laughs> just like slamming the boards down and just going absolutely crazy. I enjoyed that. I did enjoy, I will say, uh, Colchester's um, support really got behind them towards the end. You could see that they'd all gone down the front. When I say all of them, there were about 20 of them. All <laughs> gone down the front. They were banging on the hoardings. They were really 
pushing the team on, trying to get them to get the goal. Thought it helped. I thought with the atmosphere, atmosphere. of the game yeah. because of the fact that there was obviously a there was something in it for them. You know, it was they didn't just sit back and go and accept defeat. The fan base they were like, "Come on, come on!" It was well, good. It's squeaky bum time for those at the bottom, isn't it? Properly. Yeah, really. Yeah, I you know, I Colchester aren't going down. No, no, no. I appreciate that, but in terms of of these games coming up, I th- we can't take people like Artlepool for a ride as such because actually they're fighting for their lives. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I have other business, but it's not about the game. Oh right, okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know whether anyone is aware, listenership. If you are aware, if you're not, listen up. Um, there's a social media craze at the moment. It's called the padded seat. And what it is, yes. it's a, a group of young men, I believe, anyway, that go around uh, all of the different stadiums. Uh, it can be non-league, it can be League One, it can be Premier League, it can be beyond that, it can be Wembley. Uh, they go and they rate uh, the experience they have within hospitality. Uh, they went to the Cobblers a couple of weeks ago. Um, they gave a, a video review of, of what it was like to be in hospitality at the Cobblers. Um, it's been rated, I think, one of the, if not the best rated for the overall experience. So in terms of the value for money, in terms of the experience you get, everything about it was five star and above. They couldn't rate it any higher. They said the experience was fantastic. And I think it's really important to highlight that because I've done corporate and I think you guys both have as well. And the experience that you get in there is absolutely fantastic. Um, the t- And I think above the fact of what you get as such in terms of food and whatever, it's the actual experience that did it for the, the people that were reviewing. The way you are looked after, the way the club embrace you, regardless of whether you are a, a fan of or you're just going to visit, everybody embraces each other and looks after each other. And uh, Tom and Sue Cliff in particular do a fantastic job of looking after everybody in hospitality. And actually, I think having that video out there, obviously it's great publicity for the club. They're going to use it. But what it is, is is this a demonstration of those kind of unsung heroes. Tom doesn't get paid to do that. Um, Sue doesn't get paid to do that. Um, They go in and they volunteer. They give up their weekend to make being at Northampton Town and having that experience fully worthwhile. And that's why we do it as as Cobblers fans we don't do it necessarily for for what you get we do it because it's a wonderful day and a brilliant experience and fair play to the club and the commercial side of things because one thing they have got absolutely spot on is that here here yes and I will be in hospitality on Saturday I'll be there in a couple of weeks how exciting yeah looking forward to it shout out to Chris who's invited me to come and join his table I believe Mm -hmm. uh, yeah I might even might even be walking on the pitch before the match I don't know yet I'm not sure I've got it looks like I might be I'm very excited (laughs) I might get to walk out with the 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 legend that is Tom Cliff go on Tom Cliff we love Stand up bingo featured, which I think is the most important thing, by oh, the mate, way. It is the best thing in the Stand world. Stand up bingo. Stand I bingo. get so upset. I, I buy like 50 tickets and I'm so depressed <laughs> that I never win. Oh, and what I tend to do as well, we go on a big table and I just take everybody else's ticket and I still lose. Can I 
ask how Sean deals with stand-up bingo, please. He doesn't. He just, he just doesn't deal with it. He Love just it. doesn't understand. No. He, he just, just sit sits down. there. What, well, what he does, well, no, what he does provide is the monetary value for me to take part Excellent. in stand-up bingo. Of course. Excellent. Yeah. Which obviously massively helps. <laughs> Brilliant. So he provides the money. I provide the, the doing of the thing. <laughs> oh, great But because stuff. I have so many tickets, I get very confused. So everyone around the table has to help me. <laughs> which is quite a concern really because i'm quite good at maths but when there's uh, just so many tickets it must be hard to keep up to, yeah i, I yeah. get it i get it completely. I brilliant okay we'll take another quick break and when we come back we'll uh, see what you've sent us into the post bag Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to read your letters out. But things have changed. So listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, you'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant or just some fun at podcast at cobblers to me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Get them in, indeed. Get them in. I do enjoy a get them in once in a while. Danny, um, I'm going to hand over to you. Would you take care of Neil's post bag? He seems to have left it there in the corner. It's a bit smelly. Would you mind sorting it out? Yes. I will. I will dip into it. Oh, there's a pair of pants in here. So I'll cool. get rid of them straight away. Neil, sort yourself out. Um, Neil Sack. Here we go. We got one from uh, Yestin Pocock. Uh, he says, "Dear Neil, with this being we- with this weekend being the football league cup final, do you think oh, yes. it's time to have a shake-up of our domestic cups? Is it right shake-up. that Premier League clubs?" Yeah. Is it right that Premier League clubs participate in what is especially a competition run by the EFL? I know the real answer to that question is money, but personally, I'd love to see the EFL Cup being just a cup for EFL teams and the EFL trophy, pizza trophy, replaced with a cup just for teams in your same league. So a championship cup, a League One cup and a League Two cup with the potential for the winners to get a playoff spot. The Premier League could also have their own cup or nothing to help reduce the number of games. Controversial, maybe, but in my opinion, something needs to change. Thoughts? Question mark. He had me completely until the playoff bit. Okay. Uh, Okay, So he's lost me at the playoff, but everything else, I'm on board. Yeah, he's got a little bit more. He's saying what I should have added is obviously it would mean that nights like Anfield wouldn't have happened, but that would, would help it bring back more magic to the FA Cup maybe I'd probably like to see some sort of seeding in the FA Cup so we have more chance of giant killings so there we go Yastin good email good message I enjoyed great it great email shaking up it. of the cup competitions I I, I really like the idea we'll, we'll come to the playoff bit in a minute because <laughs> I, I, I agree with Jeffy on that that front um, but I think that's a really good idea when you consider the fact that they are talking aren't they the EFL about the um, Carabao Cup whatever it might be called in, in the future. 
they might even get rid of it as part of this whole shake-up, excuse me, of, of, of football um, in regards to, you know, the, the, the financial um, distribution that's going to hopefully be coming in with this new regulator um, that's been ta- talked about. I do like, I mean, this is, this is the thing, right? So I've always kind of agreed or thought that realistically, since the Premier League decided to bog off, you know, those 20 teams decided in 92, well, we don't want to be a part of you anymore. We're going to make our own competition. Why is it that they get to stay in the League Cup competition? If it was just for members of the Football League, then I think that would be quite interesting. Having the interleague cups, it's a bit FIFA-ish, isn't it? Like oh, Pez, or one of those Pez. one of those games used to have a similar kind of thing because obviously they didn't have the rights to it. Yeah, you know, the actual cup competitions and stuff. I quite like the thought of having. Why not have? You know, instead of the EFL trophy, you just have a straight knockout tournament between all the teams in each division. Because I think that's, there's not going to be any interest in it, surely. Why not? Surely there's no interest. If you're playing Rochdale on a Saturday and draw them in the what, the League 2 Cup on the Tuesday, who's going to want to... Will you realistically want to go to that? I, I think know. it would work if it was Championship League 1 and League 2. Well, that's I, just I, the EFL Cup, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that know. works. I, yeah, I don't know. It's more. It's more like how the Premier League teams are treating it that's the issue a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they disrespect the, it. See, this is. But my argument with that is, you see, is that the Premier League teams disrespecting the competitions, the cup, and both of them, the FA Cup and the League Cup, is what leads to upsets happening. If they treated it yeah, as true. important as a Champions League game, then they'd always just win. That yeah, you Lincoln have an upset. would have never had that run they did years ago no. without Bradford that. years ago. Yeah, yeah, would never yeah. Have made Us it to against the final. Liverpool to a certain yeah. extent. Mm. Yeah, if, I mean, yeah, exactly. Fair, that fair, night, it was a fairly decent squad. To be fair, uh, if that night Liverpool <laughs> had put their first team out, which they definitely did not. <laughs> Are you saying not David saying and Gog was not their first team? Charles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> Stephen. I'm guys. saying. Come on. I'm saying <laughs> Jay Spearing ahead of Stephen Gerrard in midfield. <laughs> Was not he, exactly. No, was injured at the time, wasn't he? He was on the bench. Uh, no, he definitely wasn't was on the bench because he was signing Surely autographs. Not. I was, he was he? signing oh, okay. autographs. So was Alistair Slow. Even worse then. <laughs> he was signing Alistair Slow's autographs. It was, a, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't know about the League Cup, honestly, because I think it, it does have its moments. Um, the, the one that wrangles me the most is the EFL trophy, the Pizza Cup. Because, pizza cup, it's and just nonsense. I've long said that my answer to that is A, get rid of the under 20, whatever, yeah. under 16s, whatever. They've got to get rid of them straight away. But yeah. B, do the group stage in pre-season. Oh, like the Scottish. Like, well, yeah, like sure. Scottish if you do. Want. Yeah, like the Scottish do. Because um, then you've got three games in pre-season. You've probably got more interest in them because... People are wanting to see the new signings. There's always a bit of interest in pre-season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, play the three games as part of your pre-season campaign. You can treat them as 
as much or as less as you want. There's no rules about what sort of players you're going to play or you have to play a certain amount of players and stuff like that. Do you There's, still have I, to follow get, substitution uh, rules, though? You can't just sub your whole 11 off like you can no, in no, the no. friendly. No, so. yeah, yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So proper match day rules. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. call it the None of this or whatever it's going to be yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you, you get... Guarantee you, you'd probably get bigger crowds because pre-season you do, don't you? You you want to go and see your new players. You want to go and yeah. check out how you're doing, and it sorts out the issue it's of the fixtures summer. in the league. It's the summer; people want to go, you know, have a have a good time. We can do the open days or whatever that we usually do. The f- and it it will just be better, I think. And then you get to the see the, the season, and you've forgotten about it. If you're out, if you're through, then you're in the knockout stage, and it starts to get a bit more interesting. So there you go. Pizza That's a really sorry. good idea, Danny. Thanks. I, I don't know how often I say this to you, but <laughs> that's probably the first time. Really good idea. I re- really like that one. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, um, group stages preseason. Put you that. never say that my tractor ideas are good, Charles. Mm, moving on. Have we got anything else in the post back? Uh, yeah, we've got one from Ryan Eldred, but I think we might have answered that. He says, Dear Neil, now Burgie is back fit. Should he come back in? Or does King keep the gloves? Also, maybe he just keeps hold of the gloves and don't come back. <laughs> 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 also, what can Johnny Maxted be doing now on a match day when he won't be required on the bench? I'm thinking he could control the traffic coming in and out of the car park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Johnny Maxted's oh, new job would be... Uh, I don't know. Just pop him in. Pop him in hospitality every day. Every, oh yeah, every day. I, th- I think he'd be he'd great be at that. He's a, he is he'd a character. Brilliant. He's a he he's is. a really nice guy, and he, yeah. he's a character. I re- I reckon he's got some stories. You know, there's a future oh, episode yeah. of Cobblers Chats for you coming. Yeah, <laughs> he, he could relive his um, playoff performance and let <laughs> us know. Let us know how well it went for us, yeah. <laughs> Wembley. Definitely. Oh, I do. I do feel for him. To be fair, because I think I he's uh, he's uh, yeah. he's a League Two keeper. Um, probably not quite the standard that we need him to be at but i hope if he does leave in the summer which he probably will that he finds somewhere because he's he does seem a decent a good guy doesn't he well said yeah, yeah. well said danny um i think that's it for the post bag this week thank you very very much for sending us your emails and your tweets it's podcast at cobblers to me.com if you want to send us an email or you can find us on twitter just search for cobblers to me um ntfc women danny nice. um just a quick chat about this they lost to wem town 3-1 in the yes. league on sunday afternoon yeah good win um, in midweek didn't they but really good win, win midweek, but really yeah. good win in midweek unfortunately they've not backed it up they were one nil up uh thanks to an alex dix goal um before half time but then wem town equalized in the second half and then very very quickly a couple of minutes later scored a second and from that moment on the cobblers just weren't able to, for whatever reason, get back into it. They conceded a third, so they've um, they've lost, unfortunately. They are seventh, though, in the league. They've played 13 games. There's still a few teams around them. Only that three have played... points off fourth, right? Yeah, that's right. There's still a fair few teams around them that have played a lot more games. So they've got at least, I think, two games in hand on other teams um, that are slightly above them. Leafield being one who um, I think we play fairly soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we, and we played um, them in. Um, we played them the other day, didn't we? Uh, that, that, yeah, sorry, that's who we played the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, and we beat. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's a disappointment, Danny, to have that defeat um, happen. Yeah, but, definitely. But there's a chance to bounce back this coming Sunday. Yeah, this coming Sunday, Sporting Council in second. 
then yeah. we're nine points behind them. You say nine points, but we've got three games in hand. So beat them on well, Sunday. Well, zero points behind them then, technically. Oh, oh yeah. no. We, we have points on the board. Points on the board, yeah. <laughs> um, but so beat them. Uh, beat, it should be a cracking game, to be fair, against them. Hopefully so, yeah. As yeah. you say, we have got three games in hand on them. So um, hopefully if we get that win, that will be um, really good because that will be like having an almost an extra game in hand, won't it? Yes. Because we'll exactly. still have three games in hand on them, which will be very, very yeah. good. It's at Sixfields. It is. It kicks off at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Um, tickets are available from the ticket office and from ntfcdirect.co.uk. If you are a season ticket holder, I believe... You can just get your ticket for free. Um, tickets are not expensive if you are not a season ticket holder. Please get down there and support the women if you can, because honestly, it's a really good game of football. I I'm not just saying that. I've been and I've enjoyed watching them. It has been really good. It's a shame about the defeat, but they've got now a week to prepare for them to come back fighting. And they're at home at Sixfields, looking to hopefully get another record-breaking crowd in at Sixfields. If we can get over, I think it was one thousand and eleven. Was the it was official thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, the official yeah. attendance was a thousand and eleven. I think for the previous game earlier this season. So if we can get that smashed, that would be brilliant. So get yourself down to Sixfields both on Saturday and Sunday. I will be there. For both games, I'm looking forward to it. It's a weekend of Cobblers action for me, Danny. Ooh, weekend. Cannot wait. Cobblers down, weekend. Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely get down on support them because they deserve all the support they can get. And let's let's get more. Let's get more than 1,011. Let's keep keep smashing it. Keep smashing because that's how that's how it builds, isn't it? So absolutely, get on down there. Okay, brilliant. We're nearly finished, guys. It's been a good pod this week. I've enjoyed it. But to finish off, Danny, yes. you've got a game for us. Of course I have. Yes. Of course I have. I'm really so. bad at these games. Jeffy, <laughs> Jeffy, you need a win. I need a win. I'm like I'm confident. I'm confident in this terms week for of you. form. Maybe you should yeah. sack BDK and get somebody else in. There, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident for you, Jeffy, this week. Oh, oh I don't know about that. Because oh, right this now. week, Jeffy, you'll know this, but well, Charles, you'll know this as well, probably. But this week. What famous day are we celebrating this week? Oh, oh, it's World Book Day. It is World Giant Book Day this week. Uh, what character are you going to uh, to work as? Um, me? That's not the quiz. Or Jeffy. Any, either of you. Jeffy, the surely. The giraffe from the giraffe, yeah. Kelly and me. <laughs> yes. You really, oh, that's a cool one. I know. Um, I, I, I'd not actually thought of going as a character myself. You need to go to your co-workspace, Charles, as a... I need to go to my co-workspace yeah. as a book character on as Thursday. a book character, yeah. Okay. Um, what would I go? Uh, I mean, all my books, uh, the books that I tend to read are all, like, gruesome uh, thrillers. This I... is mine at the moment, ladies and gents. Oh, Ian it's Wright. Ian Wright's autobiography. Right. It Lovely. is. Is it good? I've not started it. I'm starting it tonight. Oh, oh okay. Fair enough. Oh, nice. Um, very good. Like that. Um, so you're going, you're going to go as a killer, Charles, basically? Is... Yeah, possibly. I might yeah. go as the bone collector. It's <laughs> <laughs> a blink of oh, rhymes first. Uh, good. Anyway, World Book Day coming up this week. So to celebrate World <laughs> Book Day, we are... <laughs> this week's quiz is called The Kim Book Special. It's a Kim Book. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you to match the title of a famous footballer's autobiography with the author. Oh wow! 
It's not oh, even God. Related. <laughs> oh, it might be. I suppose. Might be. It could, could be. be. Yeah, oh, okay. God. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm going to name the book title. You, yeah. need to, you just need to name the author, please. Okay. Um, so okay. buzzer on the buzzer again because Neil's not here. Tractor. Tractor Cobblers. for Jeffy. Cobblers. Well, it, we Imagine are. Oh, you'd like me to choose a different buzzer? Yeah, go on, get another one. I will go with... Oh, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll lift the FSA Club Podcast of the Year trophy high aloft <laughs> and I'll go, winner! Winner, okay, you go with that. Winner against Tractor. <laughs> right, Jeffy, the whole nation is behind... Well, the whole population of Northampton is behind you. I don't Come know on, You can that. do this, you can do this. Right, first one to buzz in. Keep okay. guessing as well, because you might need a few guesses with these ones. Oh, first okay. one... It's called My Life in Red and White. It's My Life in Red and White. Who wrote Winner. it? Winner. Go on. Red and White. Go on. Adam Stansfield, the Exeter guy that passed away, sadly. It is not him. Okay. Uh, tractor. Go on, Tractor. Go on. Arsene Wenger. It's on Arsene my Wenger! bookshelf. Oh, no. <laughs> it's on a bookshelf. Oh, there you go. On the That's bookshelf. where I ran to my bookshelf. For those of you that can't see this, which is all of you, oh, this I've is just random. leapt off of my sofa and ran to my bookshelf because I, I knew. It. I knew, but I couldn't remember. Oh, I've got mine that. here behind me. Well, you oh. can't quite see, but yeah, there you go. Anyway, go on. Brilliant. One nil to Jeffy. Uh, first to three, Jeffy. by the way. First to three. Okay, oh, first to three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. My turn. That's called my Oh, turn. winner, winner. Go on. Winner, Johan Cruyff. Johan Cruyff because of? The, the Cruyff, Cruyff turn. Cruyff turn. Oh, Charles, I wasn't brilliant. expecting to get that so quickly. Brilliant. One, one. My turn. It's all, all to play for. Next one. Lioness, my journey to glory. Winner. That's, go on. Oh, I can't remember her first name. Williamson. England captain. Leah? Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson. No, incorrect, Charles. Oh. Tractor. Go on. Ellen White? No, incorrect. Winner. Go on. Beth Mead. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Keep I was going to say, it's going to be one of them, wasn't it? Mead all. Mead all about it. <laughs> Two, one to Charles. Charles, if you get this next one, you've won. Oh, okay. oh this is rubbish. I'm so bad at oh. games. Oh, Rod, I want to keep going with this. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, let's scrap, I've only got two more. <laughs> you've only got two more. Okay, yeah. great. Fine. Go on, only made a best of five. Um, next one. Made in Sheffield. Made in Sheffield. Uh, tractor. Winner. Who... who Oh, Tractor was first. It isn't Billy Sharp, is it? Oh, it's oh. not a good guess. It's a great guess. It's not. Winner. Go on. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, no. Was it? Was he made in Sheffield? I don't know. Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock. It's correct. Yeah. I was going to say. Neil yeah, was be... Warnock made in Woo-hoo! Sheffield. Charles is the winner. I think that takes what you to the three What was the next two? Uh, the next one. There was only one more. Oh, go on. It does take me to uh, three. The next yeah. one was Born to Manage. Which is was. difficult. Um, born to manage. Born. Born to, born to manage. Alex oh. Ferguson. Nope. No. You, you might. You might Joe, take a while. This one. Jose Mourinho. I thought you were going to say Joe Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, was it Kevin no. Keegan? It's not uh, Kevin Keegan. No. Was it? Oh, was it Jose? <laughs> Keegan's closer than. Oh, Keegan's closer. Yeah. Oh. Key, uh, Kenny Dalglish. I don't no, know no, you're further away now. Further. All oh, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> New ca- oh Bobby Bobby Robson oh no no I'm talking more nationality rather than club. Are, are Kevin Keegan and Bobby Robson not both English? Oh yes, they're true. Oh, right, that's okay, true. Yeah, right, yeah, sorry, okay, but sorry. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking of the the uh, Newcastle link. Sorry. Oh yeah, well that's where my new the link was. Yeah. So nationality Keegan. We'll go from Keegan to um, Steve McLaren. 
It's not Steve McLaren. I don't think he's written a book. <laughs> Phil Parkinson. I'm thinking not Phil Parkinson. Now. <laughs> Obscure England managers. Uh, Graham Taylor. Gordon Graham Taylor. Taylor. Gordon, Gordon Taylor. Graham. Gordon Taylor. <laughs> Alf Ramsey. No, come on, Chad. Uh, I don't know. Um, Terry Venables. Oh, Terry Venables. Good old Terry. Good old Tell. El Tell. So Charles, three. I think Neil's on two. He is. Is that right? Jeffy, still to score. I, you you I'm started off rubbish. well. Uh, yeah, but that's because on my bookshelf. I cheated, really. <laughs> <laughs> can you choose the category next week to see if we, you can we can get your win? Tractors. Tractors of the 19th no, century. Can, can we have the Wurzel songs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so there we go. That, that's the game. Game done. Brilliant. Wurzels. And that's Wurzels it next week. For this week's podcast. Thank you so or much. Or how for do you make a cream tea? What? <laughs> oh, no, because no. you are wrong, oh, Charles. <laughs> That's it for this week. The Cobblers take on Harrogate on Tuesday, and we'll give you our thoughts on that and look ahead to Saturday's game at home to Crawley on the preview show on Friday. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.